Hello and welcome to the, well, episode zero of Who Uses a Director of Football? An FM podcast with myself, Lewis, and me, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Super. That, that was smooth. You can uh, tell we've been practicing, Lou. That was very smooth. Just, just incredible start. Just an incredible start to an incredible journey. So, just wanted to let everyone know a bit about the purpose of, of today's podcast. So, it started the idea when a, an ex colleague of mine went on holiday uh, to the Andes with her partner and cycled from Peru to the tip of Patagonia in Argentina. And this put an idea in my head uh, for an FM save that covered the same bases. So uh, we decided uh, with myself and Tom to uh, set out an FM save uh, to achieve the same thing. So as a result, we called this, this uh, we're going to call this uh, season where we're focusing on uh, a South American journeyman, Sudamericana adventure. So, what, what what are we looking to get out of these saves, Tom? It's fun, really, Lou. I mean, this is this is kind of again this is our first foray into my first foray into a journeyman save. I mean, we've both been playing FM for crikey, almost over fifteen years, right? Um, you've done a couple of journeyman bits here and there. You know, I know your last last year you did quite a lot in Italy. Um, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm looking forward to it. Something a bit different. Um, I'm looking forward to documenting it as well throughout this podcast as well. I'm sure it'll only be me and you that listen to it, but it's just quite a good excuse for us to, you know, we're two we're two men in our late twenties, which who should be doing far more mm. interesting things than playing football manager. So this kind of legitimizes it to yeah. to our, both our partners that we're doing something sensible if we document it i think yeah um but out, out the save as a, as a whole i'm just looking forward to it. i mean i've never really managed in south america either i'm quite a vanilla fm manager in the sense that i tend to start um in the lower leagues in, in the uk I tend to manage talky quite a bit team i support um and take them to as far as i can and I, i've kind of played that way for a long time um haven't really explored so yeah, look, starting in South America, I'm sure you'll talk a little bit in detail of how we're going to do the save, so I won't rain in your parade there, but starting in South America and just seeing where we end up, I can't wait, I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, it's the, it's the opportunity, as you said, to explore uh, a different environment, uh, new rules uh, in terms of both the rules we're going to set ourselves for the save and also the rule, the crazy league registration rules across South America for for players. I just think it's it's a totally different mindset as well. You know, you're not with most European FM saves, you're you're all you you know, your eventual aim is to win the Champions League with whatever club you're managing, or if not, you're aiming to do as well as you can in in Europe. So ultimately, you know, not having that to aim for is going to be really interesting and 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 as you said neither of us are really journeyman managers neither of us are people who 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 
who you know who like jumping around clubs naturally we quite like a project that we can build up through the from the lower leagues up into up into the you know the peak of european football so to take on a different challenge i think one maybe where we've got more of a short-term focus will be will be a lot of fun i think i think it will be interesting because i mean normally again i think it's i'll speak myself certainly a bit of a 101 manager in the sense that when you start and you're building a team from the lower leagues or, or wherever once you get to the Premier League, it's then all about just signing all these young kids. And then once you do that, it's pretty hard to fail um, because they're going to turn into these superstars and ironically, generally from South America. Um, but I think when we're jumping between club to club, I wonder whether we're going to end up signing loads of these sort of grisly 40-year-old Bolivians who've sort of just got the great... Te- you know that you know they're going to be rubbish in a season's time. You don't need them a season's time because you're going to move on in a year's time as well. I'm looking forward to signing those sort of players that, you know, instead of when going to scouting, no longer limiting the age to 20, highest age to 23 or 19 or whatever. All of a sudden, actually, I'm going to be looking for these pre-made footballers who, again, I've never heard of from the Chilean third division, um, who've, yeah, who've just done crazy things. Finding out if, finding out as much as I can about them in real life to work out if he's, this this twenty nine year old Chilean is actually some carpenter and whatever you know that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It's quite Absolutely, I think that's it. I think what, what what you're touching on is we're both just we're both quite sensible FM managers. We're a bit yeah, we we're are. a bit like we Newcastle. We're a bit like Newcastle in real life at the minute. We're making you know boring, sensible decisions and doing well as a result. It'd be quite nice to be a bit selfish. And try and splash. Yeah, we're both the... Saudi backed as well in real life as well. We're both, <laughs> we're both built on oil money, so that's the plan. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've <laughs> lots of lots of yeah, the money from the Persian Gulf flowing into our pocket <laughs> to, to fund those coffers. But yeah, absolutely. I just think being making rash decisions to you know, in the knowledge that if the club goes down, well, we're we're rats jumping from a sinking ship. And that's a good point, actually. That's something I'm looking forward to in particular as well, is it not all going to plan. Mm. One of us kind of, it, you know, we, we're both going to, again, we'll go into the rules a bit further, a bit further down the line, but I kind of hope it goes wrong for one of us. And now, you know, as we both know, we're both incredibly competitive with one another. So I don't want it to go badly for me, which kind of means I really want your safe to go badly. <laughs> uh, it sounds horrible, but it's quite true. No, um, I'd, love, I'd make... love one of us to get sacked, but obviously I wouldn't like it to be me. Or, or uh... Exactly. So we both want each other to fail, really, which is I think it's quite fun as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it'd be cool. Because imagine when you, you kind of, you're building your stature as a manager, and then all of a sudden, you know, the Uruguayan third division club sacks you, you're about to square one. I think it'd be great. Yeah, again, if it was you, um, if it was... so that's the sort of thing I'm quite looking forward to. And again, again, I'm sh- I, I talked about obviously these aging grizzly old players, but if we can find a couple of players that young players that we can bring with us again on our journeys or backroom All staff, the just a couple of little, couple of little storylines that that mm. flow flow between um, club to club, that'd be quite good fun as well. Absolutely, I think that's what we're looking for. Just some some. Some storylines, some drama, some unexpected events happening. I know for me, my favourite ever FM event, Tom, as I've told you many times, was um, when the board takeover of Milan happened in my, at that point, Milan save. Um, and uh, the club spent 
200 million on two players that we didn't need. Um, at that point, I thought it was only right to hand in my automation as a manager, you know, because I saw Juve a bit like in real life this season. It's a bit eerily prescient that say um, we're massively underachieving in the league. And I thought the job might come up. And uh, obviously, I left Milan, who were, who had taken to the top of the league. And obviously, the board just uh, spent far too much. Financial fair play kicked in. Uh, I'd taken over the Juve job. We finished fifth, having dragged them up from 10th that season. And uh, Milan got kicked out of the Champions League and we got their spot. Just that kind of story. You just can't make it up. It writes itself. So that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a club firing me, then getting relegated three, three divisions or, you know, something just fantastic that we can keep an eye on with all these clubs that we're managing. But so I think... I was going to say, it'd be great to just have this whole save be bitter about one club or one manager or <laughs> one player that we just hate. Just have a save full of hatred. That's again, yeah. I, I don't mind taking that one. I have success and hatred. Yeah. You can have joy and, uh, and failure. Yeah, a tricky winger who just doesn't do anything for you and then scores a hat trick against you while being infuriating would be that classic FM tale. I'd just love, I'd love something like that. But anyway, unless you've got anything more to add, I think it's time to move on to um, the rules that we're implementing um, to make sure that we get a good journeyman save and experience. So do you want to start with the basic so you one? Can't have, so you famously can't have fun without some strict rules. Yeah, you've got to have some challenge in place. You'll learn, you'll learn during this podcast that Lewis and I, we are not the most... Well, you, you're fairly creative, to be fair, far more than I. But, um, you know, we, we do like structured fun. Mm. Creativity needs rules. You need a boundary to play with them. <laughs> exactly. Go on, sorry, I interrupted you. No, go for it, Tom. I was going to say, why don't you introduce the the kind of standard journeyman rules and then any and then I might suggest some ones that I might want to debate. Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, I guess we've set a very um, vague skeleton as to what we want to sort of do in this, say, discussing before this Lou um but a lot of what we want to decide on the rules we're sort of going to discuss now for the first time and work it out so again it's all documented um so I, I mean look we've kind of touched on it a little bit already the purpose of what we're going to do at the start of the save is both be unemployed um with all the available South American leagues open we're going to start with the lowest possible credentials no coaching badges no managerial experience and so it's, it's effectively if lewis and i literally just got on a plane from uh, got on a plane this afternoon from gatwick and they took us to south america open brackets general dropped us there and then we had to, our only way of making a living was uh was through football management so um that's that's kind of the the skeleton we've come up with we the, the plan is or the rule is, I guess we can discuss this a bit, Lou, that, you know, we, we'll start from the bottom. Aim is to get to the top um, in South America. And, yeah, I mean, that's that's the skeleton. Um, what what else should we add, Lou? So, so from my perspective, obviously, we're not going to use... I mean, this is just the... I'll just finish up a couple of obvious things, but we're not going to um, reveal any stats. So we're going to have all the attributes masked, as you would normally... Um, we're not going to use the in-game editor. We're not going to cheat in any way. 
hence all that discussion about doing badly. Failure is a real, real possibility. We've been playing FM far too long now, and both of us are here for a challenge. And um, there's going to be some pain if we're going to achieve what we want to achieve, um, or anything at all, frankly. Because this, you know, if we'd been more sane, we'd have started in the lower leagues in Europe, because we know that, and that's safe ground. So we don't even know the ground that we're really treading on and and that's why you know I've come up a cropper against league and player registration rules in Turkey uh, and I feel like that might be a that might be a uh, continued uh, uh, yeah a tradition that gets continued into South America and less, so. less said about our uh, joint MLS save last season oh Jesus it. yeah our, our attempted <laughs> first go this was an MLS save and by the time we realised that the contract that all the clubs had with their actual rosters wouldn't um, hit the MLS wage budget. We we canned it. So uh, not surprising to hear that this is in a slightly more sane financial league. Um, but uh, what, what else? Uh, so the one that I think uh, is the one that I want to debate with you, because I've seen things about it online and I want us to be... Um, I want us to be, what do I want us to be? I want us to, do, I don't want to just do it the way that it's said. I just want to, I want to have a discussion with you about it. And that's how long can we be at a club? Do we put a limit on it? And that's, that's the question that I saw. So online, I've seen they've said no longer than two years. That to me feels really short, but I'd be interested to get your first opinion on it. Yeah. I mean, I think two years is too short. Definitely, because I think you can. I mean, yeah, it takes a season sometimes. You know, we're going to be picking up clubs in relegation battles, I suspect, most of the time. Mm. Um, so you might need your first season to try and keep them up, mm. second year to stabilize, and then you, you might have to go. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if we necessarily need a prescriptive, you can only be there two years, three years, whatever. I think we need just to be on it with ourselves and what's up there with each other because I think that's something I could fall into a trap with is getting a bit too attached you know someone's not really done a judgment mm. getting a bit too attached to my current club my current players seeing us get a promotion and be like I want to take these from the top. Yeah. so I think it's right to put some sort of control in regarding that but putting in something that says only two years only three years I'm not so sure about I think we need to try and be as as honest with ourselves now's yeah. the time to move on I've got a big job offer from this club, this club, this country, and try and play it as if we are, you know, ultimately, let's 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 play mm. it this way, right? We've just, I explained earlier, look, it's as if we've just been dropped in South America. Take out the project of it. Like, what would we do? Like, I'm currently on uh, 400 quid a week at this job. This club are offering me 1,500 quid a week. You're going to go. You're going to go. Care. I'm going. Yeah. So whether, whether we sort of play it that way, um, that's, I, I don't think, think there could way. be a hard... I, I guess I'm just I, I, against saying... I, I, that was my honest. gut on it as well. Part of me thinks we should have like a soft limit of three years. Because that, for me, feels like the Jose Mourinho cycle, right? Then you're kind of... Yeah. And like Jose Mourinho is kind of the... You know, that's the kind of person in real life. He's not like, like that crazy bloke who we found the crazy Germany managed 72 different clubs. He's moving every season, including, you know, a bunch of national teams. I don't think we need to move every season, but I do think we need to put in some kind of 
soft limit that 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 stops us from. But yeah, I think we, you're right. We have to be on it with each other because I think if it if it turns into a one club save, then we're not necessarily doing ourselves justice to what we're what we're aiming for. Exactly, we need to call each other's loyalty out. Yeah, we're just too <laughs> loyal. That's the thing. I've always said that about about my FM exactly. I'm so loyal. Yeah, as you go Milan from managing AC yeah. Milan to Juventus. That yeah. was the joke, yeah. We <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> didn't go to Inter, sure. but it's not much worse. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Yeah, so absolutely. Um, and then went to see them play each other in real life. But anyway, that's another, yeah, story of another time. I wonder uh, if you'll end up going to watch the the, um, <laughs> the Paraguayans third division side that you end up at. Oh, going to watch yeah. them in real life as well. Well, maybe that would be quite the experience. Um, so, okay. So, are you okay with a, a soft limit of three years? Or, I mean, I'm fine with it, but a soft limit is effectively no limit, right? I mean, no I limit. Just, you know, I just what, think, does that, what does that even mean? But yeah, okay. But would you like seriously four? Would you be like four years, five years? Probably not. I, I, I probably wouldn't end up staying there that long. So um, then it's kind of three years. I think that's. True. The, but I guess what I'm saying is I don't think it needs to be, you know, oh, you've got to move on now. You've got to wait for the, you know, you've got yeah. to wait for the right opportunity. You've got to wait for the right club to come knocking, Lee. Like three yeah. and a half years. You're looking for those extra couple of months. I'm the, I'm the manager of Montevideo City until the, until the chairman tells me otherwise. <laughs> yeah, I think the renowned, renowned chairman of Montevideo. We'll, we'll, just, we'll just be, like, like you say, we'll, be, we'll, we'll have to keep, keep each other on track. If you if you start to think I'm getting a bit too comfortable, I prod uh, you. you, you, you I prod you with the stick. I'll virtually prod you with the stick. Yeah, I'll be I'll be saying exactly. you're not putting enough job applications for Brazilian second division sides. You know exactly. those opportunities are out there in Brazil, just not pounding the pavement enough. You've got a season. No, I'm I'm happy that yeah, soft limit three years is fine, but. Mm. Really, it's no limit. Yeah, that's fine. But I think, yeah, we've got to keep each other honest. Yeah, agreed. Cool. Anything else that you want to add in? So I, mean, I, them... I think. Go well, for it, Tom. No, okay. I was going to say that I think um, we. I think we'll come up with things as we go, right? Um, again, whether there are rules or not, but I think within our own saves, our own managers, our own clubs, we might end up with certain things that we do, but. To put them in as rules. I know mm. we like structures fun, but it's you're finding them really too structured. Yeah. Yeah. So there's two men who set up a podcast to keep themselves honest for uh exactly. football managers. Right. Time. Is there any any other rules on this? So these are less um, these are less journeymen rules, but I just thought from a podcast perspective, how many seasons do we want to play per episode podcast wise? Um, again, I think it needs to be time in terms of between each, not as opposed to time in game, because, you know, there's going to be a chance with our busy work schedules that we, you might get ahead of me at some point, I might get ahead of you at some point, and we don't, you don't, we don't want to be waiting for someone else yeah. to, to catch up before we, yeah. before we record. So I think we'll just, you know, we'll keep it to yeah. every couple of weeks. We'll yeah. on. And, you know, we've sort of said ourselves that we're not going to talk too much about our saves between podcasting, um, just so it makes you know, this show a bit more entertaining. Um, 
So we'll just catch up every two weeks like we normally do over WhatsApp about our save, but we'll do it here instead. Yeah, are you, you're thinking fortnightly. My, part of me wondered whether it's, it's you know, whether we do once a month just so that we've got plenty to talk about. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Again, let's, let's do it like that to start with. If we realise we want to do it a bit more regularly, we do it more regularly. If we realise we want to do it less regularly, we do it less regularly. Yeah, um, great. Okay, so I'm thinking at minimum we will aim to do, and I think this has got to be a minimum, um, one season a month. Because even yeah, with... I agree. That, I think that's just got to be the that's, minimum. That's, that we, should be doable. No? I'd, I'd hope so. I'd, I'd say you can get through a season a fortnight if you're if you're playing at a fairly non-addicted rate, so a season. And just, and just, just a note to say to, to to the listener: not every single podcast is going to be involved in discussing as much admin uh, as much admin as this. People love admin. <laughs> this is very much episode zero, which we thought might be quite interesting to sort of see the background of how we came to where we are in the future with our saves. It's not going to be as admin heavy in future. It's episodes. not going to be so inside baseball. As much, though, as both of us love admin in our very dull, boring jobs that we both have, uh, we do love a bit of admin, but this is our escape from admin. To, to look at... It's weird, that... isn't it, that our escape from admin is effectively managing a small business in a football club, yeah. managing the budgets. That's what we do for fun. Checking an intro. Checking an yeah, intro. That's what we do for fun. Got to check your inbox. Got to balance the budgets. It's... This is it's a strange form of fun. It's a slightly puritanical no. form of fun. Um no, but it's... hey, for those moments of moments of footballing magic, uh it's it's gotta it's gotta be done. The bills have gotta be paid if you're gonna get, you know, some wonderful South American yoga bonito uh ticker tacker football off the ground in the Peruvian exactly. second division. Someone's gotta exactly. take this on. Someone's got to make the boys point in the right direction. Okay, right, so, should we talk a little bit about our, our managers? Yeah, let's do it. Let's 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 finish on on the grand unveiling, the grand unveiling of two unskilled, untalented Sunday league football playing uh, managers to take us to glory. Go for it, Tom. Let's hear yeah, so do, do you. Do you, you want to go first, Lee? You talk a little bit through again who your manager is. Obviously, we're not managing as uh, as Lewis and Tom. We're, we're managing as totally different people. So, Lou, do you want to give it a little bit? I know you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, quite happy. Mind. For, yeah, quite happy. So, so having having already uh, installed my version of FM twenty three, uh, I have created this fine fine specimen of a man. So. The name uh, of my manager, uh, who for, uh, from now on will ever be known as I, uh, is Renzo Rivero. Now, Renzo Rivero is 38. I almost want to say, come on down. Uh, Renzo Rivero is 38 <laughs> from Arequipa in Peru. Uh, and he's half Peruvian, half Uruguayan. I had a really strong... Um, sense of who I wanted as a manager so my manager in my head is like and and kind of what I've created is kind of half Lucas Torreira half Diego Simeone so he's he's like this absolute absolute piece of work he's a five foot seven feisty midget 
who play who in his Sunday league playing career played at the back of midfield, knew how to put a tackle in, a bit like your mate Rat Boy, knows how to get around the pitch, um, knows how to knows how to nibble at people's ankles. That's that's the real I had this vision in my mind. So just like a hard working central defensive midfielder. And um so the I so why what so the notion of him being Peruvian, uh, so he was born in Arequipa because that's the place where my colleague started her trip down the Andes. So I wanted to celebrate a bit nice. of that in the creation uh, of my manager. Um, otherwise, he's kind of like Simeone, but the anti-Simeone. So he's he wears all black. I've got a, he's got a really strong aesthetic. He wears all black, but instead of a suit, he's in an all black tracksuit. So it's kind yes. of like. Simultaneously, uh, Simeone and anti-Simeone. Obviously, Simeone famously Argentinian, hence why I went for a Uruguayan. Because if you actually, having spent enough time staring at the uh, map of South America over the past week, you can see just how close Montevideo and Uruguay are to Buenos Aires in Argentina. So that's that's the idea. Renzo uh, apparently is a, a Peruvian name, short for. Lorenzo, interestingly, so maybe touching a bit upon my uh, previous Italian saves in the in the name as well. So, Renzo Rivero, remember the name. <laughs> you know, I love it. I love. The, I think my favorite thing is the all black tracksuit. I'm just sort of picturing him up and down. You know, these almost amateur clubs just abusing linesmen, which I'm sure to start with won't even be professional linesmen. It will just be you know the the sub of the other team. Yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. He's definitely got this dodgy past about him. He's definitely an, an absolute wrong un. Yeah. He's going to try and make his way. He, he would have made it professional, but he got involved with a drug cartel far too, far too young. Not to make any hugely offensive stereotypes, which, <laughs> no, which but, I feel like we I both mean, did. Very true. But he also definitely did, didn't he? Renz- Is it Lorenzo or Renzo? No, it's Renzo. Peruvian. Renzo. RR. RR. Renzo Rivera. Yeah. Remember the name. I love it. I absolutely the love it. The endorsement deals are in its future, no doubt. I like I like the, yeah, I like, I think all, I've just got this picture of him, all black, black slicked, with slick back hair. He's got, it's great. It's the, it's the, it's the short on the sides, short on top, slick to one side. Real, it. it's you'll you'll see him at some point. You will see the man and the myth and the legend that he's going <laughs> to hopefully unfold over at least, I suppose, twelve seasons of of yeah. virtual football management. Hopefully, more. If he's going he's gonna to fall out with so many players as well. They're gonna, <laughs> some of them are going to absolutely love him. Some of them are gonna absolutely hate, hate him. him. He's brilliant. He's made for short term management. That's all I can yeah. say. Uh, and moving swift, moving uh, moving on, what I also love about him is that he is the absolute antithesis of my manager. Fantastic. I hoped as much. So my my manager, and I'm interested to see if you recognise the name. You'll recognise the story once I once I say, but I'm interested to see if you recognise the name from the start. My manager is Par Jackson. Any bells? No, no, no bells. Okay, so so Par Jackson, uh, born in Hackney. So oh. I've got an Englishman on his on his trip abroad, um, and he 
uh, part, the name Par Jackson will ring a bell because he invented, he created the FA in 1882. Oh, nice. And he, he kind of created the FA because uh, England against Scotland, England playing Scotland every every year, and Scotland were always beating England. And he sort of put that down to the fact that all the Scottish players came from one club. They came from Queen's Park uh, in Scotland. And England didn't have that. So he decided to create a club in England that did that. So he created Corinthians. Uh, he created Love Corinthians, it. which is now known as Corinthian Casuals. So he created this club back in 1882 with the with the purpose of improving the English national team. And he did that. And England became a really good national side. But what happened to the Corinthians? So the Corinthians, the club that he founded, would go and play teams all around the country and then eventually all around the world. Now, they played one game um, when... Uh, yeah, they played this one game in which a kid came and played for them because they didn't have enough players. Now, that kid was called Charles Miller. And what Par Jackson realised after the game was that Charles Miller was about to, a couple of days later, fly back to Brazil to work um, in the rail factory or the train lines, I can't remember exactly which, for his father. So what he did is he gave Charles Miller these footballs to take back and they can, he can share the game to the Brazilians. And sure enough, he did. Brazilian football football was then taken to Brazil, courtesy of Charles Miller and, and Par Jackson. Um, on a, then on a tour, uh, later on, Corinthians, this English club, went over to Brazil as part of one of their world tours. And they played in, I think it was in Sao Paulo, I think they played against Sao Paulo against Charles Miller's team. In which case, then these five railway workers saw the game, but we need to create our own team. What shall we call it? And they decided, because they were watching Corinthians, they'd call this club Corinthians. That Incredible. club today is Corinthians Paulista. Um, so my my say is going to start with Par Jackson taking this journey over to, oh, over to uh, America. Similar to the one that, exactly, similar to the one that Charles Miller did. But Par Jackson is going to go to South America, get dropped off, and make, you know, and basically do this whole journey again. And, you know, I, God knows where he's going to end up, but I would love it. I would love it if he ended up at Corinth, managing Corinthians uh, in Brazil. Oh, what a fantastic. Right, it's a long plan. journey, long journey to get there. But that's my yeah. manager, Par Jackson. And he's the antithesis of, of Jorgen, because um, he's the antithesis of Renzo Rivero, because. He is he, he's built on professionalism. The whole point of, mm. of the Corinthians as well is bring professionalism into the game. They used to actually, when they got a penalty conceded against them, they used to, the goalkeeper used to stand aside. They used to let the team score a penalty because they just didn't think it was possible. They didn't think it was right to try and save a penalty when a, an intentional foul was made in the box against them. That's incredible. So they are the most professional club, uh, the projects of professional people. Uh, and he's going to go to America. He's going to bring professionalism to the game. Whilst Renzo Rivera is going to try to rip the leagues up, Par is going to bring a sense of professionalism. That was wonderful. I felt like I was watching a Hollywood film for for in 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 audio <laughs> only. It genuinely it was incredibly. I felt like oh oh god. I felt I felt the strings. I heard the strings in the background. It was uh, genuinely the most. He basically wins the Club World Cup with Corinthians. Then the tears. The the tears will be flowing. The champagne. Oh gosh, the corks will be popped. The champagne will be flowing, as as the Bayern Munich side of twenty thirty two 
is toppled <laughs> by the feisty underdog. Well, not even feisty, the calm and composed professional underdog. Exactly. Of, uh, exactly. Of oh, lovely. What a story. Well, that'd be trickier in the new Club World Cup format, but anyway, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I, th- I think it'd be interesting. Like I say, I'm, I like I like both of the stories that we're putting together because as much as FM is obviously, we, you know, we want to make the best team. It's quite fun creating, you know, creating this little story around your characters. And I think Renzo Rivero and, and Par Jackson are going to have mm. a bit of fun. I think. I think. I think also, as we both said, that that the journeyman save is going to give you an opportunity to create stories in a way that you can with a club, but that's, it doesn't, you're not going to have those moments that that you're interacting with the FM universe as much because you're only seeing it from one perspective. So, yeah. and, you know, it'll be interesting to see if what works at one club doesn't work at another club, you know, if, if if our massive overachievement stalls in, or if our, or if no overachievement takes place <laughs> at all, I mean, we might just be pretty optimistic. In, uh, we might be stuck in the Peruvian second division for all our days. God help you all if we are, but that's that's what we don't know about the journey we're taking. But yeah, oh, I'm so ready. And, and Par Jackson, what a great! Obviously, I knew about the founding of the FA, and I knew that. You know, players went over. That British teams went over to 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 Brazil. Obviously, famously, um, Exeter played in Brazil as well. Toured Brazil. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So what what and what I'm yeah. So you got me. You got me psyched. I've got. I see that. I see <laughs> that. I see. God hope, God, you've got to hope that that Corinthians job comes up. The last thing you want is Corinthians doing some really like average finishing fourth all the time, so that the job doesn't come up, and you you've got to take over the city rivals. But then, hey, it's a story. It could be. Exactly. See what happens. Um, if that was the case, even when they start getting a bit of trouble, the last thing Par Jackson would do is declare interest in another manager's job. <laughs> He wouldn't want to do that. It would your, your, your man would be on the phone to the chairman within within. It was probably in the second half they were losing. Se- seconds. Uh, that's the dream to play because, exactly. and you know, as you know, Tom, I'm, I wanted to create someone who was a bit the antithesis of me. I wanted to create, you know, I wanted to create. I'm not, you know, I'm six foot tall, but you know, I wanted to create someone who's a bit of a short ass just to make it physically different. So it wasn't this this same version of me, obviously. That's the big difference, as opposed to the fact that he was born in Peru and it's half Uruguayan. But apart from that, he's identical to me. So you're trying to hide, yeah. This is your way to try and hide the fact that you're this uh, drug lord as well. <laughs> That's it. Again, that <laughs> is a joke. Right. Well, I think we, <laughs> I think we, I think we've sort of sort of set the scene pretty well and wet the appetite. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I think. Well, I think we'll we'll close it there. Any any closing remarks? No, just other than I'm looking forward to getting started, and yeah, we'll we'll update the pod on um, where we end up starting, how it all goes in in the next episode. Yeah, absolutely. To the next episode, to the journey. Uh, it's been it's been. Uh, who needs a director of football? 
uses who uses this is the quality <laughs> professionalism again so professional this so is, we've got smooth. this locked down locked down <laughs> done this so many times who uses a director <laughs> of football pseudo americana adventure episode zero in the bag just as we proved we're clinging on for a drab 1-0 victory in the 95th minute you well, you can determine whether we are. We might be. We might be two 0 down and scrapping to get anything out of the game. But you know, if that's I was up. Say, if you call that a victory, I want to. I want to hear what a defeat sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant! Indeed. Thanks very much everyone, for listening. Note, yeah, thanks for your time. And you know, we're available on all good podcast providers. 